You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you tuned in. I want to read some from Psalm number 40 today. It's been a while since we returned to the Psalter, but as we make our way gradually through it this year, let's share this one together. As we read this Psalm from the pen of King David, I want you to hear the positive thoughts that he has about the law of God and about God's character. I think sometimes we stereotype characters in the Old Testament who lived under the Old Covenant, as if their lives were dominated by ritual and rules and there was no room for grace. But I want you to hear that David had a more positive attitude about God and even about what it was to follow God's law and have his world defined by God's rules. Let me me read this. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet on a rock making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. How blessed is the man who has made the Lord his trust and has not turned to the proud, nor to those who lapse into falsehood. Many, O Lord, my God, are those wonders which you have done and your thoughts towards us. There is none to compare with you. If I would declare and speak of them, they would be too numerous to count. Sacrifice and meal offering you have not desired. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, your law is within my heart. I want to pause for just a moment and reflect on a couple of things. While it is clear in the Old Testament that God's people were to worship Him with morning and evening sacrifices, with sin sacrifices, thanksgiving offerings, David made it clear that those offerings and those sacrifices, those weren't the great requirement. Even in his day, living under the Old Covenant, he recognized that doing the will of God was better than the rituals, the routines, and even the burnt offerings of worship. I thought that was very powerful. I wanted to pass that along. And I want to encourage you, like, as we worship God today, knowing that there are rules that define our lives, good qualities, good character that helps us reflect Jesus, knowing there are rituals in our worship, those things are important, but they should not define us. Like, more rich than that is God's character, His love towards us. How powerful was it that King David said in verse 5, Many, O Lord my God, are the wonders which you have done and your thoughts toward us. There is none to compare with you. If I would declare and speak of them, they would be too numerous to count. That God is thinking of us, that God has worked wonders for us, for his people, for Israel, for King David, for Abraham's descendants, but for you, for the church, for us. Like, Do you recognize how much God loves you and that your engagement with him today is your own mission? It is more than an obligation to a worldview, a philosophy, a, a religious routine. You belong to the living God who loves you, and His thoughts towards you are more than they could be counted. Let me read read forward with this a little bit. Verse 8, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. 
I have proclaimed glad tidings in the, of, the, of righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I will not restrain my lips. O Lord, you know, I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great congregation. Oh, you, O Lord, will not withhold your compassion from me. Your loving kindness and your truth will continually preserve me. Hey, that's a good verse for right now, isn't it? Like this season that we're in, stressed as we are, you will not withhold your compassion. Your loving kindness, your truth will continually preserve me. That's powerful. Verse 12, for evils beyond number have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me so that I am not able to see. They are more numerous than the hairs of my head and my heart has failed me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let those be ashamed and humiliated together who seek my life to destroy it. Let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha! Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. Since I am afflicted and needy, let the Lord be mindful of me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay Oh, my God. What a beautiful prayer for David to pray in a moment when he needs deliverance, that he remembers God's love for him, God's compassion towards him, that he proclaims and declares God's salvation. David doesn't sound to me like a man who is overburdened by religious rules and rituals. I think he follows those rituals. He practices those sacrifices. He worships God in the great congregation. He said he did. But his life is not defined by these rigid rules. He seems like a man to me who knows how much God loves him. And today he declares that and calls on God for help. So I want to encourage you, take some time to read Psalm 40. Find comfort in its words. And as you and I live on mission with God today, I pray that you would live that mission out of a strong personal relationship with a God who loves you dearly. Thanks for listening today. Share this with anybody that might find some encouragement with you. I hope you have a fantastic afternoon on God's mission.